0: Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode 31. 31. Uh, it's been a little while, uh, been a little bit more than a week uh, since we had our first guest. That was um, about a week ago this past Friday, and that was episode 30. If you didn't listen to that episode, you need to listen to that one. Uh, that was our first guest. That was Senator Marsha Blackburn, the... Um, Republican, you know, one thing I forgot to do on that podcast in introducing Senator Blackburn was to recognize and speak to her as the senior senator from Tennessee. Um, She is the senior senator from Tennessee um, because um, she um, has been there longer than Bill Hagerty. Uh, and so she is the senior senator by uh, when uh, Lamar Alexander retired. Um, but um, anyway, uh, forgot that. But uh, we'll have her on again uh, in the near future. Uh, and um, just want to get on here and kind of talk about what's going on locally, uh, and and let you know what's been going on um, since since that podcast um, and an interesting interaction I had in in Memphis recently. Um, but um, let's talk about what's going on locally. Uh, a lot of things. Uh, obviously, uh, Austin East, uh, as we've talked about, uh, there was um, five teenagers uh, in, so far in this year. Um, we're now in the early part of May of 2021. Um, five, five high school students uh, associated with the Austin East High School in East Knoxville. Uh, that have uh, been tragically um, killed or died. Um, all of them been killed. Uh, but um, the the last one, the fifth one, was uh, Anthony Thompson Jr. Uh, he died in the um, in the restroom of Austin's High School um, at the at the um, with um, some um, KPD officers uh, had gone to talk to him about a situation. Um, he had a, a weapon in his, in, in his, um, hoodie, um, in the pouch, front pouch of his hoodie. Um, and, um, the gun went off, uh, and, um, he was shot twice, um, by a Knoxville police officer and, uh, lost his life. Um, so that's going on uh, the Knoxville, um, so the, the school board had been talking about potentially, um, you know, revisiting the MOU, uh, MOA. Some people, it's really weird because it's called an MOU and then it's called an MOA. So it's a memorandum of understanding or a memorandum of agreement. And so the uh, the big deal on that is that it, it it's it's a memorandum of a, of agreement uh, between uh, the Knox County School System, the Knoxville Police Department, and the Knox County Sheriff's Office. And what that is is uh, this noise that you're hearing is my dog getting a treat um y'all have heard him on here before um but um so that in that memorandum of understanding or memorandum of agreement uh depending on what term they're using um what it says is is that the Knoxville police department uh will assist and um the the officers um they will assist in um providing security um, to the schools inside the city of Knoxville. And that is 14 schools um, inside the city of Knoxville. And then the memorandum of agreement, same memorandum of agreement, same memorandum of understanding uh, applies to the Knox County Sheriff's Office. And they supply uh, a SRO a school resource officer uh, to all the county schools. There's about 90, 89 to 90 schools uh, in Knox County. Uh, 14 of those are city. The rest of them are in the county. Uh, and so the difference in an SRO and an SSOR that the SSO works for the Knox County Schools Security Division. There is a, there is a security division within the schools itself, and um, those officers are bonded through the Knox County Sheriff's Office. Uh, but they're not post-certified. Post-certified is the Peace Officer uh, Standards Training. Uh, Those are officers that have gone on to the police academy, uh, primarily, um, as I understand it, um, in uh, uh, Middle Tennessee, but they're post-certified, okay? Um, There's a possibility, I could be misunderstanding or, or not completely Knowledgeable on this fact, but it's possible that they could be post certified through the Knox County um, training program. But anyway, to be post certified, I believe you have to go to the police training in Nashville, uh, and it's an extensive uh, program. Anyway, uh, so the difference is SSO are officers that work for the school system in the school system security department, SROs are school resource officers who work uh, for KPD or the Knox County Sheriff's Office and who um, assist during the school day and during school functions uh, when they're not, like in the summer, when the SS when the SROs are not uh, needed in the schools or at the schools and they're used in other areas within the department. Um, that's the nuts and bolts, as I understand it. Of the difference in SSOSRO. Now, the school system obviously, because of what happened um, with Anthony Thompson Jr., wanted to revisit um, the uh, memorandum of agreement with, uh, in particular, KPD, but also bring in the sheriff's department. And because what's happened is the last time that MOA was was discussed or approved was in november not november was in 2019 and basically kpd the sheriff's department and the district attorney came to the schools and said you need to approve this moa Um, and there wasn't much discussion uh, and the memorandum of agreement was approved and so that has not been revisited since 2019 so the school system or the school board members in particular, Daniel Watson, and I believe Ebony Satterfield joined him on that, uh, wanted to review it, uh, you know, discuss it with with the entities involved. Um, and I guess in response to that, uh, Knoxville Mayor India Kincannon, uh issued a directive that beginning on June the 12th, uh, KPD would, would withdraw from those 14 schools, uh, inside the city um, that met with some some folks in the Austin East area in East Knoxville were very glad. There were other folks in the city that felt like that was not a good decision. Uh, ultimately, uh, Mayor Ken Cannon then came out and said that really her intent and, and also Chief Eve Thomas, they, they say that their intent was to pull them out so that there could be a community discussion. Uh, and so apparently that's going to happen at some time in the near future. And we'll co- I'll cover that um, uh, when it happens. So that's kind of that's kind of what's happened on that front on uh, between the, the school system and the in the city of Knoxville and and the Knox County. Uh, the mayor, uh, both mayors have presented their budgets, uh, both uh, the city council and the county commissioner are going through the process of going through the budget uh, process, um, approval. Um, the, uh, I attended a county commission, the first county commission budget hearing, uh, where there was a lot of questions asked of the sheriff. Uh, I'm still going to be fine tuning through. that was, this was that budget hearing occurred on May the 10th. Um, and for those of you that are following this in real time, uh, that was yesterday. Uh, and so, um, some of those videos are already up on BrianHornback.com, um, and so I'll be I'll be fine tuning uh, some of that um, some of that discussion and asking some questions. Um, so, what the what the county mayor has proposed is for the Knox County Sheriff's Office officers to get a five percent uh, pay increase. Uh, he's he says that he's proposed a uh, right at a 4% um, increase for the Knox County school employees. Uh, he's offered a, a 2% and I believe a step raise for the other County employees, but he's also going th- those employees that park at either the white castle garage or the city County building garage. Uh, their, uh, their parking is going to be subsidized or provided for them free. That's about a right at a $50, um, benefit back into their pocket. Um, so that's some benefits for the county employees. Um, there's some things going on with the Parks and Recreation Department. If you follow BrianHornback.com, uh, you've seen that. Um, found out that a 30 year uh, former um, director uh, has uh, retired. There was no fanfare of his retirement. Uh, there was no uh, announcement that he was retiring. He just—I um, asked the question. Uh, you know that I had gotten some some folks talking and 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 uh, telling me that he hadn't been there, that his uh, office was cleaned out. So I asked the question, and uh, they they just simply tell me that after 30 years, uh, he's retired. Um, typically, when somebody retires after 30 years, uh, you know they have a they have a reception. They have something going. You know happening to honor somebody for 30 years of um a service that didn't happen um there's still an investigation going on there's a lot of things that have happened in parks and recreation the last couple years you can kind of follow that on brianhornback.com um there's an interim director who's a female um shauna is her first name and um Apparently she's not going to be the full-time full-time director. Uh, If you'll remember uh, back in 2020, um, Mayor Jacobs uh, terminated the services of the former director of parks and recreation, the one that he brought in uh, when he became mayor in uh, 2018. Um, And so um, they're going to be bringing in a gentleman, a man uh, is what uh, the, um, uh, Dwight Vandevate, the guy who, uh, works for County Mayor, um, Glenn Jacobs, um, has said it's going to be a man. He's going to start on July the 6th. And hopefully there's going to be an introduction in June, uh, at either the County Commission work session or the County Commission meeting. Uh, so the commissioners can introduce him. Uh, it brings up a whole question of gender diversity to me. Uh, you know, you have, um, you really don't have a lot of female department heads in the county and there's never really been a lot of department heads, uh, in the county, uh, that have been women. Uh, but uh, you had one that was good enough to be your interim director, but you're not going to make her your director. Um, that really begs the question what happened there. Um, so, you know, be digging into that a little bit, uh, in the near future. Um so um the the interesting thing is that it, evidently the public really doesn't care about their county budget uh because uh, I really tried um to get the word out that if you had comments about anything in the county or anything in the county budget uh part of this first budget hearing was to get public input uh, only one person uh came and spoke and uh he really uh talked about the health department and how the health department lost 900 um, COVID vaccine uh, vaccines and just wanted the commissioners to understand that people are still watching and uh, that, you know, he wants to ensure that that is uh, ultimately that, that that investigation is ultimately brought to a conclusion. Um, One of the commissioners asked uh, Mr. Parton who's the finance guy for the health department uh, when that investigation is going to be completed supposed to be completed within the next few weeks. Uh, so when when that investigation is completed, we'll report that back out via brianhornback.com, and we'll talk about it too on the podcast. Um, the sheriff had asked in his budget, his budget request to the county mayor uh, for an 8% increase for his officers. Um, he got a 5% increase in the mayor's proposed budget. Uh, he went back to commission yesterday on May the 10th and uh, is asking for that additional 3%. That additional 3% equals, um, and that's for captains and below. Um, so uh, that additional 3% uh, is estimated to cost about $900,000. It's about three hundred dollars If you do the simple math, it's about $300,000 per one step for those uh, officers uh, who are captain or below. Uh, it did not appear, uh, from what I saw that the commissioners were inclined to support that. Um, another thing that I'll be digging into, uh, in the budget is the fact that, um, the, the mayor has uh, given approval for 22 new cars for the sheriff's department. Um, my understanding is there are 24 new cars that are still sitting over there that haven't been assigned yet. Uh, So the question is, why do you need 46 new cars? Um, The other question that I need to ask uh, the finance director, Chris Caldwell, is you have 22 new cars that you're going to buy this year for the sheriff's department, and you're putting those in the capital plan. You know, in my mind, a capital plan is a bricks and mortar capital plan, Uh, a car that's may or may not get wrecked, uh, in my mind is not a really capital investment, uh, because it could, it could fall apart, um, on a chase. It could fall apart, you know, it, you know, it's, it's depreciable and, uh, it might not last more than three weeks. It may not last more than one day. Um, when you're out, um, when you're out, uh, running cars at, you know, 90 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, uh, supposedly tracking down the bad guys. So, you know, that's another question uh, that will come up. Um, Again, we're still following um, this um, grievance hearing that's going on with the Merit Council. It's gotten put off again. The Martha Dooley grievance hearing has now been put off to the middle of uh, July. Uh, I'm sorry, not the middle of July, put off to the end of July. Uh, There's another grievance hearing scheduled uh, for August 30th on Scott Moore. And then there'll be another grievance hearing more than likely that will follow after that. Um, It appears that there's outside legal counsel uh, that's representing. We know that there's outside legal counsel um, representing the sheriff on um, the Martha Dooley case. Um, That same lawyer was there when they set the case on August 30th. Uh, for Scott Moore and that same attorney was responsive uh, to when they talked about the the case of Ivan Harmon. Uh, So again, you've got three attorneys currently working for the sheriff. Um, You have chief Rubel, you have Butch Bryant and you have the former district attorney, Randy Nichols, uh, who are actually employees of the Knox County Sheriff's office. Uh, You also have nine or 10 employees up in the, um, up in the North County law department on the sixth floor of the city County building. And why are we paying somebody uh, to be outside counsel? Uh, It's still questionable. Um, And so um, I'll be digging into that a little bit more, um, trying to find out where that's coming from, because I have sources that tell me that the law director said he's not paying for outside counsel on the merit council anymore. Uh, and so the question is where's that money coming out of from the sheriff's department, um, found out yesterday in the first budget hearing that the sheriff has a, has a salary, um, a salary study going on with somebody called the Evergreen group. going to be looking into that, looking into how much that's cost and what budget line item that's coming out of the sheriff's office. Because, I don't think the way the commissioners responded. Uh, one, they wanted to know when the last salary um, uh, when the last salary study was done. It was done in two thousand sixteen or seventeen. Now they're doing another one, so the commissioners weren't really aware of when the last one was done. So the likelihood is that they, that if they approved, they should have known that they had approved one that's going on now. Um, so again, I apologize. Um, that it's been about a week and a half, uh, since the last podcast. Um, I'm going to try to get caught up here in the next couple of days. I still want to tell you about what all happened in Memphis. Um, some, some, just some great, great historical interaction, uh, that I, um, somebody I met, it was really just kind of a fluke we'd gone down there, um, for, um, a, a long time, um, family friend, uh, for, for a, a lifetime event. And, um, while I had a little bit of extra time, uh, I, I, went to take a picture of myself with a historical building and happened to run into somebody, um, uh, that, um, that has some historical, um, significance. And, uh, again, the conversation was brief. Uh, I was not able to, uh, audio or video record, uh, a conversation uh, because that's kind of how the person um, wanted it. I did ask about uh, interviewing them. Uh, they didn't want it uh, because they've done extensive interviews in the past. Uh, and so uh, when it does get, uh, when the story does get put up on Brian uh I will link to some of those YouTubes uh, because I have found those and the person does have a website. Um, but just very the timing was perfect. Uh I really didn't intend to go on the Memphis trip um, with my wife. Um, it was just kind of a last minute thing. I just decided I want to get out of town for a couple of days, so I rode along. Um and so it was just just one of those just one of those things that, you know, it was just it was a God thing, really. Um being able to to be within six feet of someone who has historical significance um, to what's going on in our country today. Um, so I'll tease that uh, because I really want you to come back. I want you to, if you've not listened to the last 30 episodes, I want you to, to listen to them. Um, and uh, obviously I want you to check brownhornback.com out on a regular basis. But with that, I'm going to conclude episode 31. Thank you uh, for those of you that are following me and those of you that listen um you know uh share this with your friends uh if you're following me on youtube uh, give it a link give it a share give it a like uh if you're on any of the uh, podcast streams um then um you know share it uh you know i'm on twitter at omega underscore bullhorn or on twitter at brian hornback i'm on instagram at Brianhornback.com, spell it out d-o-t-c-o-m brianhornback.com d-o-t-c-o-m um i think that's about it but uh, check us out on youtube um check us out on most all the podcast streams and um thanks for listening have a great day